Hey there, welcome to the Jobs for Women podcast, where we empower and uplift women to succeed and thrive in their professional life whilst looking after their well-being. In this podcast, we'll be discussing the issues and challenges faced by women in the workplace with particular focus on gender equality. We believe that every woman deserves the opportunity to excel in her career regardless of her gender, and we're committed to helping women break through the barriers that hold them back. Join us every week as we hear from experts, share stories and give advice. We've got an incredible community of women who support and encourage each other and we're so happy that you are here. Let's break down the gender barriers and create a more equitable and inclusive workplace for all. Welcome to the bonus episode of the Jobs for Women podcast. This week we're talking all things negotiation with particular reference to salary negotiation and, of course, your title. So if you are promoted and you are either not given the salary increments that you deserve or the the title, I hear time and time again of companies doing this, saying, oh, just take over that someone leaves and you take on extra responsibility or you take a temporary promotion and you're not awarded the salary. You're not recognized with the increased salary or the the title. Or it might be that you do a temporary promotion and then you do get a little bit of a salary increment, but you never get the correct title. It's really, really important that whatever level you're working to, you look at your job description, your title, your salary, because let's face it, salary is a part of the package. It comes along with holiday entitlement and bonus bonuses and any extras that you get, like healthcare or, you know, childcare facilities or whatever the company offers you. So it's really important that if you do something temporary or you help out for a bit, that it doesn't go on and on. Equally, if you've been doing a job for a while, what I want to talk about on this podcast is reviewing, you know, how long you've been at the company, what you've been doing, has your responsibility and your Uh, the expectations of your role change? Does the job description need updating? And if so, does the title of the job need updating and the salary increasing? Very, very likely. A lot of people sort of sit back and just keep going in their job because life is busy and the weeks come and go. But it's really important, especially as women, that we are taking stock of this. So the whole premise of the podcast is I've talked about salary negotiation before. I've talked on this podcast about when I've been sat in an interview situation and the person interviewing me has asked me my current salary I've told them which is a big no-no now for employers that are listening and she has offered me what I'm currently on and inside I was I wanted a pay rise I was sort of headhunted it was low I was start you know early on in my career so not like a headhunt like a big senior headhunt moving from a huge organization to another but they had asked me to come for an interview. I wanted a few extra thousand um, on what I was on. And I really did know that I wanted that because I was going to have to pay more for commuting. It's when I lived in London. And when the person interviewing me asked me, I just froze and I said, okay, I'll come for that. And when I look back on that now, I think there's a few reasons why I didn't do it. The first is a lack of confidence and a belief in myself and I think that's because the person is more was more senior, you know, experienced. I probably felt a little bit intimidated. And I didn't believe, you know, in I didn't believe in myself enough to say, no, no, hang on, I'd like, you know, X amount, a few thousand pounds more. And these are the reasons why. And this is what I've come to learn. And this is what I want to share with you. 
I think the second thing was um, a lack of understanding about the power of negotiation and being able to negotiate. So I think a lot of what we're doing at Jobs for Women is sharing knowledge with other women to let people know that even though society has told us that we can't use our voice, even though society has told us that we, and we know that women earn less than men, that we can actually change that narrative. And I don't think I was ever really pushed or encouraged to do that. Um, And this is why Jobs for Women as a platform is so powerful for especially younger women that are perhaps coming out of school and university and college, you know, to, to let them know that you can negotiate. And a lot of people that I've spoken to about this have said, well, I, I tried it and I got knocked back. So my message on this podcast is to keep going and don't take knockbacks and look at the advice or the or the feedback that they've given you and go through it. Go through it with with real close awareness and um you know heightened heightened interest in exactly how they've worded it because you can go back and you can question what they've said so we know that money is still considered by many to be a taboo topic and I know I've spoken to some women that are really working on that um with money issues or for whatever reasons we often don't talk about money. It's well known that we don't talk about, you know, salary brackets and what people earn. But I do think that's beginning to change. There's lots of shame attached to that. And obviously, we're not going to go into it um, on here. But, you know, what society has, has told us about women, you know, women not being able to work on the trading floor or hold jobs or vote. What society has presented for women links to the idea of, you know, this not been able to ask for the salary that they deserve this almost this notion of well we're lucky to have a job you know when we're thinking years ago when women weren't allowed to work and even when we've got like confident strong female role models around us unless we talk about this unless we really really share our experiences of it we're not going to make these real changes that we need to make so this podcast If you're listening and you've just negotiated your salary, then yes, I am proud of you. Well done. If you're listening to this and you've been at the same salary at the same company for a while and you believe that you deserve a pay rise or a change in your title, then this is your sign to make some changes. So I'm just going to read out some stats. So according to a study conducted by Lawman in 2021, women currently represent 47% of the workplace. However, in 2020, for every 100 men promoted to manager, only 85 women received that same promotion. And of those, only 71 were Latina and 58 were black women. So when we're thinking about this this statistic on leadership, we know that leaders earn more money. So if you're a manager, you're going to be earning more than the people that work under you. So Already there's this huge divide, isn't there? We know that there's the gender pay gap. We know that there's not enough women in leadership. But when we drill down, it's even worse for women of colour. At the beginning of 2020, women held 38% of all manager level positions, while men held 62%. The Fortune 500 list is comprised of 463 male CEOs, while only 37 are female and only 4.6% of these seats are held by women of colour. So not only are women 
not getting the opportunities to become leaders, if we're also not asking for the salary and the title that we deserve, this is adding to the problem. Because if you don't get the salary, uh, the, the title of manager, and then it comes to reviews or it comes to promotion time or it comes round where the, the jobs are advertised within your organization and you're still classified at a certain level, say your mid-manager level, you're not going to be going for a, a leadership role because you've not gone for that title. So I cannot stress enough the importance of getting that extra salary bracket, but also getting the title. And I also want to talk a little bit about the internal dialogue that you might be going through, which I always did. Things like, I don't deserve it. I'm afraid they'll say no. I'm afraid they'll take the offer away, revoke the offer. I don't want to appear ungrateful. That was me, people pleaser. Negotiation doesn't apply to my industry. After COVID, the company must be struggling. The offer that they that I've got at the moment seems fair and it's more than I want to make now. That is a big one that I want to talk about. I've got no idea what to say or how I'll go about it. So just looking at some of those, I don't deserve it. Hello, I am telling you right now, yes, you do. But you have to believe it in order to go through this process. Before you can get through it successfully, you need to do some inner work on that. You need to tell yourself that you deserve it, that you work hard. Print out your job description. Look at the what is expected of you in that role and maybe pull out what you're doing over and above. Not, you don't have to be doing over and above to ask for a salary promotion or a new title, but really, really look at what you're legally supposed to be doing. Afraid they'll say no. Well, this is all about negotiation, isn't it? Who knows what they're going to say? So expect it and then have a plan for if they say no. The ungrateful part, this is a big one because you are thinking about what they might think about you, which comes back to the whole idea of CBT, thinking about something or worrying about something before it's actually happened. But what you need to focus on in that aspect is that you are worth the pay rise, you are worth the new title. And in asking for that, you're also expressing your gratitude in the same sentence by saying I love my job I go over and above I do this I do I do xyz and that's why because I'm so grateful for the company and the job I'd like to take it up to the next level I'd like to ask for this job title and I'd like to ask for a, a pay rise so when it comes to COVID and worrying about the, what the company earns unless you have the company accounts don't even think about that because I've worked in small businesses before where They've talked quite openly about money and invoices and and it, I'm one of those people that sort of absorbs that information and, I'd, and I would use that. Don't. You don't know what their accounts are like from years ago, what money they've got in the bank. And it's also nothing to do with you. If they are paying you to do a job, that is it. And when it comes to the offer that you've got at the moment seems fair and it's more than you want to make now, I'm alluding back to what I spoke about earlier the fact that those stats that I read out about women in leadership if you're not working to the to the salary that you deserve now you need to forecast you need to think about what is what is your career trajectory where do you want to be if you want to become a leader if you want to smash these figures if you want to become a woman in leadership 
then you need to be getting those job titles under your belt now and you need to be climbing those salary brackets. And let me tell you, coming back to this idea, what we talked about of, oh, I'm worried they'll say no. Who cares? Have a plan in place. So here are some top tips. So first, the first section is preparing to negotiate. Like I've said, we're going to know our worth. You're going to research and understand your industry standards for the position you are applying for. Have a look at women in leadership. Apply a case, put a case together of how your industry needs more women in leaders and you want to be that person. And then start to build your case. So this is where you're going to gather your evidence of accomplishments. I've talked about almost keeping this little book of evidence of all of the things that have gone well, people that have sent you amazing reviews for the work you've done, list out your skills, look at the contributions that you have made that justify a higher salary and a better title. And then the third point for preparing is understanding the role. So I want you to clearly define what the new title would entail and why you are suited for that level of responsibility. So think about what you do now, what you're already doing over and above, and why your skills suit that level of responsibility. So the second part to this is the negotiation strategy and timing is everything. Every organization is different. Some have specific months of the year when promotions come about and where all the senior team will get together and review anyone that has applied for a promotion. So you need to understand how your company works. So when is your performance review? When do they do promotions? Every company is different. You need to do that research. Start to express your enthusiasm, showing your commitment to your role. You're already, the fact that you're listening to this podcast shows that you're committed to being the best, you know, in your job or getting ahead in the workplace and showing your commitment to the your current role and the company while you're making request, your request is key. You don't, when you're sort of in the negotiation, st- negotiation stage, you're not just going to be like, oh, I've been here five years. I'd like an extra £3,000 and I'd like a tie. They're just going to be like, what? You have to build a business case and you have to show enthusiasm. Look at what the company's um, trajectory is. What is their three to five year plan? How do you fit into that plan? And my third point on the negotiation strategies, you've got to be specific. You have to state the exact salary figure. You have to be be prepared for them to negotiate back at you. So make sure that you're really clear on the exact salary figure. Don't just think, um, oh, I'll just add 2000 on. Um, you know, really think about your worth. Do the research. What are other people earning at that level in your industry? Think about the job title you want. Go on LinkedIn, look at other job titles and back everything up by research. The third part is during the negotiation, you have to be confident. We have a confidence masterclass in the Jobs for Women membership. So you just need to head to the link in the show notes. Join now and you can access that. It's with Anna Manning. It's brilliant. You need to speak confidently about your skills and what you are bringing to the table. This is a big one um, and it's a big one in sales. Silence is golden. After you've made your ask, you need to pause and you need to be silent. You need to give the person in the room time to respond without filling the silence. And I was on a coaching call the other day and um, this amazing coach said to me, if you're on Zoom, take a sip of your tea or water, do something. If you, if you are someone that fills the gaps, do something that just lets you have a moment to pause. It's hard, but practice. Um, and, and to my earlier point, you need to negotiate 
more than salary. So you need to know what other benefits you've got and other opportunities there are um, to professional development. So you need to ask for the, the salary and be prepared for them to negotiate, but negotiate more than just the salary. So you're looking at the benefits. So if um, if you're mid-manager level and you're going for senior manager, you need to look at what senior managers get in terms of benefits and other opportunities for professional development and training. It's a package, remember? And then the next section is handing handling the pushback. So like I said earlier, be prepared for them to say no. And don't take no for an answer. And also, if this particular episode ends up in a no and you end up in another role eventually, don't put it off you negotiating in the future. So stay positive, keep the conversation constructive and focused on your value to the keep to the company. Keep coming back to what you deliver, tie it to the company values and how you're going to make some changes for the company that align with their mission and goals going forward. Be ready to counter-negotiate. Have your responses prepared for the standard objections, such as budget constraints, that they're not promoting this year. You know, if they're not promoting this year, well, why? Why are you not promoting? When when is the next round of promotions? When will that be communicated? And know your bottom line. Decide in advance what your minimum offer is. What what is the minimum you're willing to, to accept and be prepared to walk away with if it's not met? And then after all of these stages, you need to get it in writing. Once an agreement is reached, you want an updated contract and written confirmation and then plan the next steps, your next steps. So if this is a no, and I'm I'm going to be real with you, it might be a no. If it doesn't go as planned, you need to decide whether you want to accept it, the, 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 what you're on, or maybe they've offered you a very small little increment if you're happy to accept that, or whether you're going to like take it as an opportunity to go look elsewhere. So make sure that you've got a plan. And I think when you're in the negotiation phase, it's so important to have a counter argument. So, you know, having those responses prepared, knowing the company's values, missions, plans for the next three to five years, what are their objectives? I know a lot of organizations have an objective of more women in leadership. Well, that is that is gold dust for you. So I hope you found this episode useful. I'd love you to reach out to me and let me know your stories on salary negotiation or negotiating your title. Um, you can email hello at jobsforwomen.co.uk. You can find me on LinkedIn. And don't forget to join the free members club where we run monthly masterclasses and lots of other incredible content all available, all available for free. So thank you so much for listening. It's been wonderful as always. And I'm grateful to each and every one of you. Take care. See you soon.